Life Audio. Hello. Thank you for listening to Your Daily Bible Verse, the podcast that examines one verse each day to learn more about God and His will for us. I'm your host, Jennifer Slattery, and after this short word from our sponsor, we'll dive into today's Bible verse, Ephesians 2, 1. Did you know that the Salvation Army not only provides services to those in need, but we also produce a network of Christian podcasts you can listen to on your favorite podcast store? One of these shows, Words of Life, is a 15-minute weekly show featuring interviews, testimonies, Bible studies, and more. In April, we'll once again hear from author and pastor Natalie Runyon. She has created a new six-week discipleship course for women to talk about community, women in leadership, accountability, and more. We want discipleship to be what's drawing people, not bounce houses. They're more likely to come back and not just to be entertained. Even in me, you know, making him have to pry it from my hands, he was still saying, but I have something better. It was because of the redeemed saying so, of telling the story of what God had done. When we point people to him, they're going to want to know him. Listen to Words of Life on your favorite podcast store or visit wordsoflifepodcast.org. What impacts you every day? There is one book that influences almost every aspect of our lives. Museum of the Bible reveals the Bible's impact on your favorite musicians and artists, the way we measure time, social justice, our national monuments, and more. The Bible's impact is all around you. Discover how at museumofthebible.org impact. Today's Bible verse is Ephesians 2, 1. As for you, you were dead in your transgressions and sins. A couple years ago, someone acted really ugly to someone I cared about, and this triggered pretty intense anger within me. I knew God wanted me to actively display his love and grace, but frankly, I didn't want to. I wanted to stay mad. I wanted to see the individual pay for how much they had hurt my friend or at the very least, acknowledge this and apologize. Over the next few weeks, I really wrestled with my emotions, my desires, and the gentle nudge of God's spirit within me. And as I did, I sensed God whispering to my soul, remember, daughter, how you once behaved. Remember all the people you hurt back when you were enslaved to sin. That realization didn't eliminate my sorrow regarding my friend's pain but it did help cushion my response with compassion. It helped me shift my intense emotions off of the perpetrator and onto their bondage of sin. Today's verse comes from a letter written by a first century church planter called by God to share the gospel with Gentiles, most if not all of whom had once engaged in idolatry and all sorts of depraved behavior. Prior to this point in history, Christianity was viewed primarily as a movement within the Jewish community, which makes sense considering Jesus and his disciples were Jewish and the Messiah came as the fulfillment of Jewish prophecies and scriptures. Yet while this gift of life originated within the Jews, God's invitation was meant for all people. Through Christ, God was uniting Jews 
and Gentiles, two vastly different people groups who felt great animosity towards one another. And he was uniting them into one deeply connected family bound by the blood of Christ and the power of the Holy Spirit. Through Paul, God was actively breaking the barriers they had built between one another, reminding them that they were all equally in need of Christ. In the verses that follow today's, he wrote, speaking of those chained by sin, all of us also lived among them at one time, gratifying the cravings of our flesh and following its desires and thoughts. Like the rest, we were by nature deserving of wrath. But because of his great love for us, God, who is rich in mercy, made us alive with Christ, even when we were dead in transgressions. It is by grace you have been saved. And God raised us up with Christ and seated us with him in the heavenly realms in Christ Jesus, in order that in the coming ages he might show the incomparable riches of his grace expressed in his kindness to us in Christ Jesus. For it is by grace you have been saved through faith. And this is not from yourselves. It is the gift of God, not by works, so that no one can boast. Paul's words probably impacted how the Ephesians viewed outsiders as well. Those people weren't terrible. They weren't to be hated or avoided. They were broken, hurting, and hopeless individuals enslaved to sin, just as the Christ followers in Ephesus had been and still would be, if not for God's grace. We all need that reminder, don't we? As ironic as this might sound, the longer we've been walking with Jesus, the greater our tendency to forget just how desperately we need him. We can easily fall into an us versus them legalistic, pharisaical mindset where we focus more on drawing lines between us and those who don't follow Jesus than reaching out in love. But may we remember not only that we also were once dead in our sins and hostile to God, but that the Savior who died for us died for them as well. That was how he responded to their and our sin, not by increasing the barriers between us and God, but by laying down his life to break down those barriers, to draw all of us close. Living in him means learning to love like him. Therefore, he calls us to lay down our lives for the broken, sinful, and enslaved. Now, that doesn't mean we join them in their sinful acts, nor does it mean we downplay truth. True love provokes a deep yearning to see the other person set free. It's laying down our lives for others and the gospel. And that means actively praying against the pride that separates us and living so engulfed by God's love and grace that it naturally flows from us and onto whomever we meet. Laying down our lives means viewing each individual not as an enemy to be conquered, but rather as a wounded individual in need of rescue. Let's pray. Holy Father, we are so grateful for the grace that you offer us, that you have given us through Jesus. We are so grateful that we have an opportunity to connect with you, that we are no longer your enemies, that we are no longer living in outright rebellion against you. Everything we have is because of your love and your grace. Only you know who we would be if not for your grace. We know how much we need you. Lord, help us to remember that when we view others, especially those who live in ways that maybe hurt, that maybe offend us, that maybe confuse us. May we view those people not as individuals to be conquered, but instead as people in need of rescue. 
Give us your love and your compassion towards them, Lord. It's in the name of your Son that we pray. Amen. Your Daily Bible Verse is a production of Life Audio and Salem Media. If you liked what you heard today, please take a second to rate and review this podcast in your favorite podcast app so that more listeners like you can find the show. For more faith-filled, inspirational podcasts, visit us at lifeaudio.com. Hey everybody, I'm Dale. And I'm Tamara. And we're hosts of the Kainos Project podcast. Where we help you tackle ancient Christian truths in everyday settings. The word kainos means new, and that's exactly what we want to do on our podcast. Bring something new from what is old in our faith. And on this show, you might hear us explore topics like what the Bible has to say about student loan forgiveness, discuss how the satanic temple affects our view of religious liberty in America, or even question why is it that so many people are having rapture anxiety. To learn more about the podcast, go to lifeaudio.com.